Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Without further ado, it is time for The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciations. I must announce the nation of Pakistan. Uh, Pakistan banned Wikipedia. The Pakistan Telecommunication Authority banned the crowdsource encyclopedia for not removing content that was deemed sacrilegious. They banned Wikipedia from the whole country. Now, I have my problems with Wikipedia, namely that I don't have an entry. But um, the fact that you're going to ban one of the most popular websites in the world because it includes content that you deem sacrilegious, that's crazy. So yesterday, after four or five days of this, they did away with the ban. They have now unbanned Wikipedia in Pakistan after the world shamed them, but they were already on my denunciation list. And while I applaud them for backtracking on that, I think that uh, they still, the fact that they wanted to ban Wikipedia, it really says a lot about what's going on in Pakistan these days. I must denounce Kyrie Irving. I I don't really care much about Kyrie Irving. I I don't care if he's getting vaccinated. I don't care if he's playing for the Nets or whatever, the Dallas Mavericks. I I don't follow professional basketball that closely. It doesn't affect me. I I just am not that into it. Here's what I do have a problem with. You remember, you know, the big controversy over him praising this movie that was anti-Semitic and making comments about the movie that seemed to support anti-Semitic tropes. Well, basically, the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, forced him to make an apology, essentially. And he tweeted his apology. Well, now that he's been traded to the Dallas Mavericks, Kyrie Irving deleted his Instagram post from November in which he apologized to the Jewish community. So this is crazy. It shows you this apology was not sincere, It was done so that he could play basketball and make money. He deleted his apology as soon as he was traded. So, I mean, I think that tells you where his heart is. Unlike people who accuse uh, Pat Buchanan or uh, Ralph Nader or Douglas McGregor of anti-Semitism, I think Kyrie Irving and people like Kanye West, these are very real anti-Semites. And I think uh, Kyrie Irving just underscored that point yesterday. I want to denounce the Department of Labor. I'm going to tell you a number. This is going to blow your mind. $163 billion. You know what that is? That is the amount in dollars that was misspent or stolen from pandemic unemployment benefits. The, the inspector general of the Labor Department had just released this report in which we have seen at least $163 billion. That's an enormous amount of money. An enormous amount of money. That is 
more than the entire budget of New York City in unemployment-related overpayments, as well as significant benefits obtained by malicious actors. Now, you might say, okay, well, they know about it. $163 billion claimed by all these bad guys or overspent or misspent. Well, can't we get it back? Yeah, yeah, we got some of it back. You know how much of the $163 billion the taxpayers got back? $4 billion. $4 billion. $159 billion in pandemic aid down the tubes, wasted or stolen. Doesn't anybody think, and you're going to see the same situation go on in Ukraine now that we're giving them $100 billion, but doesn't anybody think that when we're just handing out money willy-nilly, that there should be some safeguards in terms of watching out for who gets it or who can steal it and making sure we're not overpaying. Um, this is just crazy. Uh, absolute, uh, absolutely crazy. Criminals employed bots to fire off thousands of applications uh, with a single computer click. There was large-scale fraud. There was large-scale incompetence. I mean... This is just a tsunami of fraud. And it was totally foreseeable. Totally foreseeable. This is really just disconcerting. $163 billion wasted. All right. Uh, Let me denounce the vandal at the Central Park Zoo. There is a Eurasian eagle owl that is not in the zoo. He was liberated from his enclosure by vandals last week. And he was spotted Saturday, not from his home. His name is Flacco, which means uh, skinny in Spanish. And this owl has been in captivity for 12 years, and they say he has likely lost the skills needed for catching a wild prey. And so he's probably not able to obtain food on his own in the wild. This, whoever vandalized this Central Park Zoo exhibit needs to um, really pay the piper for this. Because if this owl dies because of some vandal, I don't know if they were doing it through some misguided notion of liberating this owl. I don't know if they're doing it to be a troublemaker, but they should find these vandals and throw the book at them. Absolutely throw the book at them. The fact that this owl has uh, evaded capture since last week is leading to all sorts of jokes about him on social media, some of which are quite funny. For instance, they're calling him the real Houdini. Thank you. Um, I, wa- I want to denounce Burger King Israel. Now, there's a class action lawsuit that's been filed against Burger King Israel Because some observant Jews accidentally ate a cheeseburger. Now, you might say, what are you talking about? If you're kosher and you're observant, shouldn't you know you're not supposed to eat a cheeseburger? Well, yes. But they had a sign up in the Burger King saying that this was a restaurant that was certified kosher. So this one guy that's leading the class action lawsuit against Burger King, he said he thought it was vegan cheese, which is in some cases very good. I go to a sandwich shop, a Filoncino, and I'll get some vegan cheese on some of the dishes they make. I got to tell you, it's delicious. 
But um, the fact that they had a sign up there saying that the restaurant was kosher when it wasn't, this is just crazy. So uh, they say the sign was outdated. So the man ate the cheeseburger that he assumed was made with non-dairy fake cheese. He was so impressed with the realistic taste that he asked the staff how they made it taste like real cheese. And it was then that they told him it was real cheese. So this poor guy ended up eating this cheeseburger. So prior to 2021, the location was kosher. Since then, it no longer is, but they kept the sign up. So, uh, I think this uh, this is a very strong lawsuit. I don't know what the financial damages are, but hopefully this will send a message to the next restaurant that masquerades as kosher. I also want, speaking of food, I want to denounce these sushi terrorists that are running around. Are you up on this sushi terrorism movement? This is apparently all the rage in social media, especially on TikTok, in places like Japan, they serve the sushi in a lot of the restaurants in Japan, which I've never been to. I'd like to go. They serve the sushi on a lot of restaurants in Japan on conveyor belts. The sushi train restaurants are apparently an iconic part of Japan's food culture. So now there are all these videos of people licking shared soy sauce bottles and messing with plates of food on conveyor belts. And it's leading uh, all sorts of critics to question what's going on in this COVID-conscious world that we're supposedly in. So last week, for instance, there was a video taken at Sushiro, a popular sushi chain. It went viral showing a male customer licking his fingers and touching food as it came down the rotating belt. And the man is also seen licking a condiment bottle and a cup that he places back into a communal pile. This prank has set off a deluge of criticism, but it's also set off a deluge of copycats. And they're calling these guys sushi terrorists. These guys are jerks, and I do denounce them. I must also denounce Allied Universal in Orange County, Florida. A 72-year-old woman, a janitor, was locked inside the Orange County Courthouse for three days last weekend. On the evening of Friday, January 27th, Libya Vargas Didinas was cleaning the courthouse when she walked into a holding cell and couldn't go out. She couldn't get out of the holding cell. She's also a diabetic and was stuck inside without her phone, with no food, and just a small amount of water to drink from the top of a toilet. And she remained there until an officer found her the following Monday morning. There was no way for her to unlock it when she was inside. Can you imagine the trauma? The janitor trapped in the courthouse holding cell for days. A lot of this is caught on video. Um... Apparently, and of course, I'm sure there's going to be a lawsuit here. Allied Allied Universal is the security company that's supposed to be patrolling the courthouse. And clearly they weren't doing that great of a job. All the cleaning crew is supposed to do is return at 10 p.m. to give the keys back and retrieve their driver's licenses. 
before signing out. And something really went wrong here. So uh, Allied Universal didn't respond to any media inquiries, but I felt so bad for this 72-year-old woman. She was traumatized. She was frightened. No food for three days. Only waters from a toilet. Allied Universal, I do denounce you. I must also denounce Medgar Webster Sr. You know, when you have a name like Medgar Webster Sr., you know you're either doing something, you're either a really good person or a really bad person, right? I mean, there's nobody that's like a take him or leave him, Medgar Webster Sr. Well, Medgar Webster Sr. is the former vice chair of the Washington, D.C. political union. And she was uh, working at Whole Foods. What's the matter with that? Well, she was working for, at Whole Foods while she was on duty with the Metropolitan Police Department. She was on the clock getting paid as a cop. And yet, oh, and getting overtime, by the way. And all the while, while she's on the clock as a cop, she's working at Whole Foods. Talk about double dipping. Medgar Webster Sr., I do denounce you penultimately. I must denounce New York State Trooper Edward Longo. Edward Longo has been writing at least two dozen false traffic tickets. Now facing felony charges, including one written last March to a man who died earlier in the day. He wrote a ticket to a dead person. He patrolled busy highways in Westchester where there's no shortage of people speeding and committing other infractions. But instead, Trooper Longo tried to boost his productivity by writing phony tickets. This is just crazy. This was a blatant scheme. And he would write these false tickets for speeding, seatbelt violations, failure to signal. And he would submit names that didn't match driver's license numbers or dates of birth. And he even ticketed a man who had died in a crash hours before. Shocking. Why would a trooper do this? Uh, I, I recognize that there's a lot of pressure in terms of quotas on a lot of these state troopers. And I think that's wrong. But there's no excuse for giving a ticket to someone that's dead or giving anybody a false ticket. And finally, I must denounce MSNBC. These guys are, there are no brain surgeons over there, that's for sure. So uh, Congresswoman Annie Craig was assaulted in her apartment elevator on Thursday morning. And understandably, she asked for privacy. Uh, she, you know, she, uh, she's from Minnesota. I don't know if I mentioned that. MSNBC's report on the crime aired an image of the unredacted police report revealing her home address. MSNBC, after this congresswoman was assaulted, put her home address on television. I mean, we know of all the sickos that may be living in Minnesota. Do you really want them having the address of a congresswoman that was just assaulted? 
I vote no. MSNBC, I do denounce you. Calls, questions, comments, you're welcome to them. Just call 800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Still to come, uh, Marlena Schiavo and David Schwartz. Lots more straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 